0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional terms apply.
1: This ain't coming from no profit Just an ordinary man When I close my eyes I see The way this world shall be when we go walking in, in
2: it.
1: When the last child cries For a crust of bread When the last man dies For just words that he said When their shelter
3: Good morning, everybody. Joe Beamer in for Sandy Beach here at News Radio 930 WBEN. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Enjoyed this ridiculously cold weather, which, by the way, it is maybe 10 degrees warmer in the studio than it is outside. It is really cold. I got up this morning, walked, took the dog for a walk, and as soon as I walked outside, had to do the turnaround, go back in, get the keys of the car, and uh, hopefully get that warmed up before leaving this morning. It did not work. I, I I got in the car. It was still freezing cold. So take those precautions when you go outside. It is chilly, and that's underselling it just a bit just a bit but uh yesterday you had the championship games everyone uh excited for it picking their teams and kansas city did what kansas city is doing best this postseason coming back from a deficit and patrick mahomes again looked amazing taking that team on his back and taking them right to the super bowl i am sick of the The tweets, and we have Frank here today on the other side of the glass. I am sick of the tweets. Oh, the Bills passed up on Patrick Mahomes, and oh, the Bills had Sammy Watkins. Yeah, we know. Like, that's been so overplayed leading up to the championship games. I really hope I don't see that in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean, Frank? I I know
1: exactly what you mean, and I, I see it all the time as well. It's,
3: you know what? Yes, the Bills had the chance. Kansas City took Mahomes with their pick. But you know what? The Bills have Josh Allen, and he's going through this offseason with a chip on his shoulder. I'm really excited to see what Josh Allen does this offseason and how it translates to next season.
1: I think the other thing you have to look at, too, is the Bills got Tredavious White and Tremaine Edmonds out of that trade. Exactly. They had to trade up to get Tremaine Edmonds, but the pick, The Kansas City pick was used to trade up. Right. So, I mean, you could say, I mean, you'd rather have the quarterback. I mean, Mahomes is great. But would he have – I always say, would he have done the same thing here if he he was drafted by the Bills? Because personally, I don't think the Bills would have taken him if they stayed at 10. I think – because I thought that they were going to go cornerback the whole way. And trading down to get Trey White was – what they probably wanted to do the whole time. But if they didn't trade down, I really think they would have taken Martian Lattimore
3: out of uh, who's with New Orleans right now. Yeah, you, you know, and the, the defense was such a huge part of where the Bills got this year. You can argue that the defense also in overtime, but we won't get into that, Frank. I still don't want to talk about that game. Yeah, no, no,
1: no, no, <laughs> me neither, me neither. But you also have... But you also have to remember, too, it was McDermott's first draft. He's a defensive coach. You That's know, right. You ha- you always have to think he's going to go for a defensive player f- for his very first
3: pick, because he was also running the draft. And by the way, uh, as I will put my Virginia Tech fan hat on, I thank the Buffalo Bills for giving us their uh, defensive line coach. We'll see how that translates into the college staff. And then the second game, I mean, I know Sandy will have something to say tomorrow. He loves Aaron Rodgers. I like Aaron Rodgers a lot, too. You had to feel bad. Going into halftime, I mean, Aaron Rodgers had no time to get rid of that ball. He had no time. And every time they looked like they were putting something together, just another awful turnover. I saw one of the worst passes I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers throw right before halftime in that Packers 49ers game. And Aaron Rodgers is one of the greats. Yes, he threw arguably probably the worst throw of his career right before halftime against the 49ers. So, hope you enjoyed that. I, uh, yesterday, you know, it was starting to get cold. But the weather was nasty. Yesterday would have been a great day for a Peloton bike. I always talk about how I'd love to have it if after my workout I get home and I feel I have 30 minutes more, you know, after a little bit of a rest. Would have been a great day yesterday. Because I did not want to have to go through the whole getting to the gym thing. You know, going outside, cleaning the car off, bundling up just to go to the gym, uh, unbundle, work out, and then bundle up again, wipe the car off some more. Would have been a great day to have a Peloton bike right in front of the TV for the football games. But, but I digress. I digress. Well, here's what we have in store for you today. Uh, as you may or may not have known... I don't know. You might be living under a rock, but the impeachment trial starts tomorrow. Now, I have some different angles because I don't want to just talk impeachment. Okay, we've, we've done that. Everyone here is getting a little sick of talking just impeachment. So I have a few things I've observed. And when we come back, now this is rare. So I have a rarity for you. CNN actually criticized Nancy Pelosi's pen ceremony before the articles were taken to Senate. I'm going to play that for you. We're going to talk about that. And also, senators, once this trial starts, the senators are jurors. They have been sworn in to be, quote, impartial, haha, jurors in this impeachment trial. I want to know, do you really believe Any of those senators will be impartial. And as jurors, should they really be able to talk to the media and go on social media during the trial? As someone who was on a jury, I was told you can't talk to anybody. You can't go online and search out information on the trial that you are a juror for. So I think it goes without saying, I couldn't post anything about the trial that no one outside of that courtroom cared about that I was in. But we're going to let senators be on panels. I'm sure uh, Chuck Todd will have them on Meet the Press during the weekend. So they're allowed to do that. There's other ones that are able to campaign for president while they're being a juror. Interesting stuff. So I want to break that down. I want to know your pulse on that what do you feel when it comes to senators there being impartial and then being able to go out take the information from the trial and talk about it with the media talk about it on social media if they truly are jurors why aren't we treating this more like the trial that it's supposed to be but when we come back yes we're going to talk about nancy's pin ceremony and uh, i thought it was supposed to be solemn and sad and you know weren't this we didn't want to do this we didn't want to do this oh hold on here here's a pen let's take a picture let's take a all smiles all smiles we'll talk about that and more it's joe beamer in for sandy beach here on news radio 9 30 wben funny thing i just saw on twitter the new york times had a uh, piece on the titans chiefs game and, you know, the New York Times, uh, they're all for having their, uh, their facts in line before they put it to print. Here's what it says. Uh, the Titans ran out of luck in their third consecutive playoff game on the road. But had the game been in Memphis, it might have been a different story. Yes, you know, those Titan home games in Memphis that haven't happened since, oh, their inaugural season when they moved from Houston to Tennessee while their stadium was getting work done. So, according to the New York Times, guys, we would have seen a different game if it had been played in Memphis. Oh, <laughs> huh, shocking. Yeah, I, I, we probably would have seen a different game. Like, a bunch of people saying, why is this game in Memphis? How what did happen- Tennessee get a home playoff game? <laughs> yeah, that, that, too. <laughs> so, uh, New York Times always right on top of um, getting their facts straight before they uh, put it to print. All right, we are talking impeachment. The trial is tomorrow. The senators are jurors. Just remember that when you watch post-trial coverage. And I wonder what the post-trial coverage is going to be like. Is it going to be, um, you know, full chunks of the trial replayed at night? Or is it just going to be opinion? I'm guessing it's just going to be opinion in a bunch of... Senators giving their opinion. But again, remember, they are jurors. So it's, it's like after O.J. Simpson's trial. During the trial, it would be the equivalent of the jurors from that trial then going on Geraldo's show and giving their play-by-play of what they thought they saw during that day's events. Because this is a legal trial. There is a judge. And these senators are jurors. They will be the ones who will decide what happens at the end. But they're also going to be able to go to the media in the middle of the trial and say what they thought they saw. Something just doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. So I'd like your opinion on that. 803-0930, star 930 Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board also open at 3930. But first, this was last Wednesday when they signed the articles of impeachment over to the Senate. And Nancy Pelosi, who has been telling us this is a very solemn event. You know, she doesn't want to have to do this. She didn't want to have to impeach the president. But you know what? And she doesn't want to celebrate. She doesn't want to celebrate this. This is nothing to celebrate. It's not a happy moment. Hold on, though. Let me order a bunch of pens. Um, Let me invite everyone to the ceremony. Let me smile as I'm signing the articles of impeachment that I didn't want to sign. And let me take pictures with everyone. But remember, it's a solemn, sad event. Well, if you think, well, Joe, you obviously have a bias. Uh, You're a fan of the president. Well, what if I told you CNN also thought it was a little strange. Here's what they had to say right after the ceremony.
2: The one thing I will say, and as we were watching it, um, we are used to seeing um, signing ceremonies, handing out pens at moments of celebration when a president is signing legislation, uh, when even sometimes, a rare occasion, but it has happened, when the House sends over a landmark piece of legislation. Um, it It was unusual to see that kind of um, of ceremony and and making, you know, handing out the pens and smiling for a picture Mm -hmm. in this kind of situation where the House Speaker has bent over backwards to say publicly and privately, this is somber, this is not a time for a celebration. Understandable, this is history and the people who are involved want to mark the moment. I didn't expect to see that. Yeah, yeah that, I thought that was a little jarring and certainly, I think, off message because you heard Nancy Pelosi there say, in
3: fact, that this was a sad and tragic day, uh, and then there she is holding up the pen and, and uh, having photographs taken with those pens, So, yeah, it, it, I think it was a little off message for someone who has tried to set a very serious tone. Uh, and, and here she is posing for photographs with a pen. So probably not the those best committee message. chairman and the House managers. They will. They, they'll have those pens for the rest of their lives. Absolutely. You know, in the end, they are politicians. And in the end, Nancy Pelosi knows Uh, her caucus, and that this was a part of history that they would all like a piece of. That said, this was the last time she's really able to speak about this. Not that she won't talk about it in public, but this was the last formal time. And she really, the tone was, up until the signing, (laughs) the tone was very solemn. The words that she chose, today we will make history. Yeah. You know, we all, I think, know what's going to happen in the Senate trial, most likely. So the, the entire congressional hearing was to gain public support, was to make the public, the people going to the polls this November, think, well, the president is impeached and the president broke the law. He should not be even running, let alone be the president. But the way, A, they, they had this draw out because support was there and it dropped during the congressional hearings. So this was Nancy Pelosi, as they were saying on CNN, the last time they get the voter to see how sad this is and how serious this impeachment is. And if CNN is saying that she dropped the ball, uh, I think she dropped the ball. And I wouldn't be surprised if that ceremony... Is in a campaign ad for Trump Pence 2020. Just saying. Hey, your calls when we come back. It's Beamer in for Beach. Somebody won't me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. You know, that song has a very important life lesson. Life was meant to be fun. Supposed to have fun. Life is supposed to be fun. I get by with that. We're not supposed to take everything so darn seriously. Someone should tell our friends on Twitter that. You know, we don't have to take everything so darn seriously and get red in the face over everything and have veins popping out of our forehead like George Costanza. You know, we can enjoy life. Life is supposed to be fun. We're supposed to be enjoying it. Let's not get so outraged over every little thing that happens. It's it's amazing to me sometimes. It's uh, funny how
1: this song takes me back so much to my uh like pre-high school years. Yeah, because the song was in the. Do you remember All Star Baseball? Yes, games? I do. Oh, two thousand four. That it was the. It was part of like that opening highlight
3: montage. So, it's like, I I played so many games with... This takes me back to when the song used to be on TRL, on MTV with Carson Daly. (laughs) 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 So, we are talking about, yes, the impeachment trial that is right around the corner, and everything to do with these things. So, tomorrow, we will see opening... I guess testimony and everything. I think it's, for some of us, it's going to be a mystery. You know, I I was quite young when the Clinton impeachment trial was. So I'm a little curious to see how this opens up, what this is like. So we will all find out tomorrow. But my question is for you today. Do you believe that senators can be impartial? Remember, they're supposed to be impartial jurors. They took an oath that they will be impartial jurors. Also, should senators be able to tweet, to post on Facebook, or to talk to the media during the trial? And I don't mean during the trial. I mean as the entire trial is going on. From the start of tomorrow till the end of the trial, at any time in between, should senators who are jurors be able to talk To the media. And yes, the fallout from the Nancy Pelosi pen ceremony, CNN thought it was weird. Uh, Maybe not so much the signing of the documents, because that had to happen, but the smiles, the pictures, the handing out the pens, that seems like a little too much. And I'm understanding that happened in the 90s as well. Okay, well, that was too much in the 90s as well. It's a bad look, in my opinion. And then something I've been noticing, and I'd like your opinion on it. I'm noticing too many congressmen, congresswomen, and senators that were in Congress or in Senate during the Clinton impeachment. That should not be the case. I'm sorry. If you were in in Congress or Senate in the 90s, you served your... Time is a politician and you should be in the private sector. You should be doing something else. We've got the same people running the country that we did 20 plus years ago. And if we're going to have term limits on the president, if we're going to have term limits anywhere else, it should definitely be in Congress and in the Senate. I mean, is it just me that's so frustrated by seeing this? Hey, this is what you said 20-some years ago. Well, you shouldn't still be in that seat. I think it's time for term limits in every office. In every office. So I'd like your comment on that as well. 803-0930, star 930. Let's start with Lou in Amherst. Lou, good morning. Good morning, good
0: morning. Well, you got a lot of questions that you want answered before I can get to my point. I believe in term limits. I think it is crazy. I think maybe for Congress, 20, maybe maybe four terms. I think absolutely the senators should be sequestered. They should not be allowed to talk to the media. Absolutely not, because that'll be twisted in turns. My point is, the first day, I guess they're given 24 hours to present their their articles, and then we get 24 hours to respond. Now. Two years ago, Alan Dershowitz, a Democrat, a moderate, came out with a book not to how not you're not going to Impeach the President," and it was originally written for Clinton and it's and now it's written for him. He was on Mark Levin for a full hour three weeks ago. I kept it on DVR. He said this is he didn't use the word frivolous, but he might as well use the word frivolous. There is nothing here that could possibly be you know impeach him or remove him from office. Now he's, on, now he's going to be making an opening statement on the second day or whatever. I think it's going to be so compelling as a constitutional you know, uh, 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 lawyer who, 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 is, who is extremely well accepted, who is a Democrat. I think everybody's going to be so stunned by what he says that not only are the, are the, are the, are the senators going to be moved, but I think some of the Democrats are going to say, you know what, there's no sense going on. This is a frivolous lawsuit where to look foolish. He's made such an argument, suspend the whole thing or don't accept it. And maybe, and maybe if they have a problem, he can go to Supreme Court to say that Dershowitz was wrong. But I think this whole thing should be suspended as a frivolous lawsuit, which I think he will make such a compelling argument. You know, a lot of Democrats are going to say, you know, we need to give this up. He's making us look foolish. Well, and, and
3: Lou, I, I hope you're right. Just because I'd like. Capitol Hill I'd like the Senate to get back to you know working on less uh, legislation that'll help us instead of wasting there will serious, there will literally be nothing going through Senate until this trial's over
0: and 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 I and I agree and that's what I'm saying I think I think his argument will be so compelling legally it'd be such a legal argument that this is what they call a frivolous lawsuit there's nothing here this is a this is an outrage And I think I think I think a lot of Democratic senators will say, you know, let's go home. We've made our point. Hopefully, you know, we've done all we can do here. But this this is going to look really bad.
3: Lou, I hope you're right, man. Thanks for the call. That's Lou in Amherst opening up a line for you at 8030930. To the Volkswagen of Orchard Park Text Board. Term limits are much needed in every office. No more career politicians. If things don't change, they will stay the same. Good point. 803 0930 Star 930, Volkswagen of Orchard Park Text Board also open at 3930. If you're on hold, we will get to you, but we got to take a break here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer with you here on. Beach and Company, Sandy and Tony, return tomorrow. They are taking a day off. Glad to have you with us talking about impeachment. Yes, the trial is tomorrow. I want to know, do you think these senators can be impartial? They said they were going to be impartial. Do you think senators, as they are now jurors, should be able to talk to the media, post on social media? And yes, term limits. All these videos going back twenty plus years and seeing the same people in the same seat doesn't it make you think? Yeah, it's time for term limits. Let's go to Dan in West Seneca. Dan, good morning.
2: Good morning, Joe. How are you? That was exciting football over the weekend, and I was happy to to see that my prediction didn't come true, and it just might be a pure game.
3: I think, and you know what, Dan? I think it's going to be a very exciting Super Bowl in two weeks.
2: I'm on a 60-minute pool. It pays hundreds of dollars every minute of the game. Um, I hope that it's high scoring, Joe.
3: For your, for your sake, I do too, Dan.
2: <laughs> okay, on the, on the whole trial and the impeachment, um, I, I listened to your questions, I, so I'm going to go from reverse to, to forward, if you don't mind. I remember Robert Burd, Robert and I remember Strom Thurmond, and I think, Uh, Thurmond actually ran for the presidency in 1948 as a Dixiecrat, later became a Republican, and he served uh, until about 1994, uh, when he passed away at the age of 100. Uh, And Robert Byrd, I think, for longevity, has the record with uh, maybe 60 years. I'm not 100 percent sure. But uh, they're not going – would you vote to reduce your own pay and your own benefits, Joe? Joe? Would you do that in the interest of the benefit of the company? Of
3: course, of course not. If I was t- if I was asked, do I deserve blank and blank? I would always vote to what helps my case. I-, I understand that
2: point. Okay. Well, and they really don't represent the American people any longer because the system in place allows a company to uh, put one million, two million, five million, ten million toward somebody's uh, patronage project. So, therefore, they don't represent the people, but they represent the dollars that uh, companies and donors are able to put in their own wallet. And that might not coincide with the good of the American people. I don't think we're ever going to see term limits in the Congress or the Senate.
3: Do you think, though, Dan, that they could put it on the ballot and have the people who are actually paying these senators and congresspeople have them vote on term limits?
2: There is so many rules to having something added to any ballot, I think that you would see so many legal challenges every cycle, uh, and it would be delayed, uh, that it, it, it'll never make it, Joe. They're not going to vote to unfeather their own nest.
3: All right, then, Fair enough.
2: Okay. This trial, okay? Now, now, let me be clear here. I'll say my disclaimer. I am a Democrat, but I'm an American before I'm any political party. Um, I think that initially the Democrats blew it when they when they subpoenaed witnesses and then the witnesses were told by the president not to appear. Then they should have done a court challenge to that. They should have established what uh, uh, executive privilege was going to cover, and then they should have proceeded with articles of impeachment uh, if there were anything there. So I think that the Democrats were flawed. In the process I want to say that because I'm going to be equally critical of the Republicans here in one second
3: now I, I do not doubt that Dan
2: <laughs> well no, it, it's absolutely true because I'm just a guy who's getting older who loves this country I served my country and we don't have any leadership whatsoever if, if if there's a Republican blue-collar guy out there or a Democratic blue-collar guy who thinks that any of these congressmen or these senators give a hoot about what they care about or the good of this country Uh, I think that they would be sad to find out that we don't have any representation whatsoever. So uh, they're calling this a trial. And they took an oath the other day, and I didn't even think of this until I watched on the news. Everybody thought this was such a big deal that all the senators took an oath that they could be impartial. You saw that, right?
3: I did, yeah. That's why one of my questions is, can they be impartial?
2: Well, I got a question for you, because, you know, I don't know. The first question that I have is... Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham were both very vocal, stating that they felt this whole thing was just garbage. And as soon as the articles hit the floor, they're going to dismiss them. I think that's what I saw. So, but then I saw both of them sign this oath, which is a legal document for court proceedings in direct contradiction of a whole bunch of video that both of them have out there. So did they just perjure themselves? And should they be recused by uh, Chief Justice John Roberts? Because uh, whatever they do would be tainted by their own talk of the whole process.
3: But Dan, you can say that about senators on the left side as well. I mean, they've you have two of them running for president who have said that the president should be impeached. He should be removed from office. They took the same oath saying that they would be impartial.
2: I agree, and they should be recused also that 's what I'm
3: yeah, you know, i 'm saying i I, yeah, I think if you want to have a real trial if this is a real impeachment trial with impartial jurors i don 't think anyone serving in the american the u s Senate in two thousand and twenty can honestly say they 'll be impartial
2: i I agree, so you know what should happen um, if you could not find a pool of jurors in a trial in Buffalo because the media uh, gave so much attention. Well, then they would move it to an area where they may not have heard of everything going on. Now that cannot be done, but what could be done is they could suspend these articles of impeachment and the whole process until the outcome of the next election. And if the electorate keeps everybody in place, then it should be, Dismissed Because there is no jurisprudence here. There is nothing that stands up for uh, the American justice system. Um, and, and they can claim all they want, that they're fair. And on the Democratic side or the Republican side, uh, they are so entrenched in their thought process. They are so committed to the process that each one of them put forward that it should just be dismissed.
3: All right, Dan, we'll have to leave it there because, as you know, it is time for Rush.
2: All star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?